0: Hey, church, Pastor Eric here, and I'm just so glad that you're joining us on our podcast today. I just pray that this message will stir up your faith, build you up, and just move you closer to the Father's heart. If you want to learn more about us as a church or would like to get further connected, you can visit us at our website at oasischurchchicago.com, download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, and also join us on YouTube for our live streams on Sundays and Wednesdays. We hope you find this message to be encouraging and life-giving. Now, here's today's message from Pastor JP. If you have your Bibles, um, go ahead and open up um, to Matthew 18. That's where we'll start today. Um, But this is what we're doing today. Amen. And I'm going to stay seated for as long as I can in Jesus name. Um, We're going to talk today about the paradox of the kingdom in regards to wisdom. Come on, everyone say wisdom. If you were with us last week, we talked about dying to self, that the kingdom of God speaks to us and tells us that we are called to die to self daily, to be raised to life with him in his resurrection power daily. Amen? Come on, how many of you are thankful that Jesus raises us to life in every single day? Come on, how many of you are thankful that we don't have to be bound to sin, we don't have to be bound to death, we don't have to be bound to emotions, we don't have to be bound to feelings, we don't have to be bound to, we can be raised to life every day. And so we talked about that. So go listen to it. But today I want to talk about wisdom. And the paradox is this. I'm going to give you at the front. The paradox is this. In the world, you become wise by growing in age and knowledge. Yes, that's what the world would say. You grow wise by becoming older and becoming a person that gains a bunch of knowledge. But in the kingdom of God, you become wise by becoming like a child and receiving God's wisdom daily. There's a paradox there, a statement that you hear that doesn't sound true, but after you look at it and investigate it, it becomes something that is very true. And so when you hear that in order to be wise today in the kingdom of God, you've got to think and become like a child. It goes in the face of something being said to you in the world that you've got to have all the information, you have to have all the knowledge, and your age will show how wise you are. But in the kingdom, it says you become like a child. And so we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about how important this is for us to catch and to be, be, be people that understand that God wants to give us wisdom every single day. So would you pray with me right now before we jump in any further? Come on. Holy Spirit, we open up our hearts and minds to you today. And we say, speak to us. We wanna be good soil. And I pray that this word that you have given, Father, it would be spoken through you and that every word that is said would be from you. And that you would transform us today in this house. Transform us to be people that are filled with the wisdom from on high. The wisdom from on high. So we receive it today. and We bless you today. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Paradox of the kingdom. The way forward. I really believe today more than ever that the way forward for the body of Christ, there, there are many things that we are called to do, many things that we are called to, to put our hands to, but ultimately what I believe that, that, that we're going to see things go forth is that if we become people that operate from the wisdom of God, this is the way forward for us, church, that we are called to be people of wisdom, we are called to be people of discernment, we are called to be people that have the mind of Christ, we've talked all about this for many, many months, hello, come on, that we, we, we are called to be people that operate the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God, it goes in the face, like I said, in regards to the world's wisdom. And it's never about us against the world. I almost stood up. It's never about us being better than. Hear me. But as the children of God, the ones that have said yes to Jesus Christ, we are now brought into a different kingdom. Okay? Our lives are now taken from the kingdom of darkness and we are placed in the kingdom of light. Yes? Yes? So because we are placed in the kingdom of light, we now operate in a whole different way than what we operate when we are part of the kingdom of darkness. You with me? And so the way that we operated before will look different, aka the world, the old man, the self, will look different when we operate in the kingdom of God as a new self, as a new creation, one that has died and been raised to life. Yes? So there's a difference here. So today, I'm going to do my best to articulate what wisdom looks like in the kingdom. But, but just real quick, wisdom today in the world. I want to give you just guys, and we could talk about this for a year. Hello, I could do a whole sermon series on wisdom in the year. So I'm trying my best here. But, but wisdom from the in the world. I just I'll put a little bit of thought to paper. I want to read it. But this is what it looks like to operate in the world's wisdom today. You ready? It looks like this: that there is no truth. That there is zero truth today. It is my truth. Hello? No, it's quiet in here. I know it's daylight savings, but it's, it's my truth. And so if we don't think that there's an ultimate truth available, or an ultimate truth out there, then we function from a position that says, this is my truth. There really is no other truth. So when we begin to operate from a position of my truth, then that leverages every decision that we make moving forward. And you know what happens then? Every decision moving forward, we operate from being no truth or my truth. We start to think that the wisdom that we're operating from is actual wisdom, but actually, what it is, it's emotions. I'm a priest today. It's all emotion based, feeling based. Yes? Do whatever you want. Feel however you want to feel. Do whatever makes you feel. This is the culture of today, yes? I mean, this has been a culture for, for, for many times, but I feel like more than ever, it's prevalent today that you can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to listen to anybody. You don't have to understand. Just do what makes you feel good at night when you put your head on the pillow. Just make sure that you satisfied yourself. Make sure that you stay true to yourself. I can't tell how many times people come to me and say jay just stay true to yourself i said that is messed up because if i stay true to myself i am not going to do the things that i'm called to do i'm not going to be the man that i'm called to be but if i'm called to to be the one that loves my wife loves my kids sacrifices my life at the altar of jesus christ it sure as heck not going to happen when i want to do what i want to do sure. sit back down <laughs> and so if there's no vision if there's no truth then there's no guiding the guidance is, just do whatever today. I talked a couple weeks ago about the power of today. That we don't have tomorrow promise. We just have today given to us. But it says, just, just, just do whatever you want. Make a decision however you feel. If your emotions tell you it's good, it's good. <laughs> That's dangerous. It's scary. <laughs> and so if I think that my emotions are the North Star, the, the place that I got to go and, and fulfill and satisfied. I'm going to make a lot of dumb decisions. If my emotions here, I'm going to be real honest with you. I love my wife is the best gift in the world to me. I love her to death. She is one of the most godly women. She is one of the she is the most beautiful woman in the world. Like I love her to death. But can I tell you something? Marriage is hard. Hello, married couples. All the single people are like, no, how how can you say that? (laughs) Just. But if I listen to my emotions and my feelings that when it gets hard, Jay, just leave. Jay, just walk out. You don't deserve that. That's a lie. Hello? So if I think my emotions are my guiding force, that's just an example. You could run on the gamut of whatever. But, but see how crazy this becomes? Oh, I don't, I, I'm not called to love my wife. I can do whatever I want. I can choose. I don't have to show up when it's... Ma- my feelings, this is the world's wisdom. This is the wisdom of the world. And there's a lot more that I could articulate and go into, but this is just an encompassing of what the world looks like. The idea is this, is that truth, there is no truth. That, that, that what, what we can experience is just whatever we want to experience, but in the kingdom of God, Jesus Christ holds all truth. He is the one that is full of truth. He has given us all. All of himself, and so giving him, uh, himself to us, we gain all wisdom and knowledge and insight into all things because of Jesus Christ. How many are thankful for that? That as believers of Jesus Christ, we are not rooted in feelings and emotions. God gave us feelings and emotions. The way in which we use them matters. I'm learning this more than ever. I got the little feelings wheel. Y'all, anybody else know what I'm talking about? Just a couple of you. Look it up. It's all got different colors. I'm like, oh, I feel that way today. but I don't stay parked there today. And so if we stay in this place, we're going to find ourselves going wisdom. Oh, wisdom will be if I just read a bunch of books or get a bunch of Twitter feeds in my face or have some Instagram preacher tell me what's truth. Because it feels good. Come on, I'm, I know this is, we already, we're, I'm not even on page three and we're already here. But this is the Truth that we are not called to live by our emotions, feelings, our own logic. We are called to live by the wisdom of an almighty God because that's who he's called us. So so wisdom is often misunderstood as having a ton of knowledge, knowledge. If you have knowledge, you're wise. And to some regards, that's true, hello? Like your profession, some of you are studying to be doctors or you are doctors, we're thankful that you are wise. (laughs) In Jesus' name, we need you to be wise. I don't want to walk into the doctor's office and they're like, oh, you got pain there? I want to cut your leg off. Like, I don't need... Hello? Like, there is, there is wisdom. that uh, There's knowledge that we need to know and understand, especially in the fields that we're called to and the stuff that we're doing. But, but wisdom isn't just because you know a bunch of stuff. Wisdom isn't just because you're older. Man, I've met some to be frank, I've met some 18-year-olds that when they begin to talk because they're so close to God, they, they, they lean on God for everything. I, I sit in rooms sometimes and talk to young, young people like 18. I'm like, can you just impart that into my life? Because what you're speaking is a lot. I just had a conversation not too long ago with somebody that's well in the faith and what they were saying. I was like, that's not wisdom. So it doesn't matter how old you are. It just matters your heart towards God. That's the wisdom. It's not knowledge that we're talking about. Wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is knowing God and knowing what God has to say about our lives. Hello? Wisdom in the kingdom is correctly understanding reality and being able to respond to reality the way that God has intended and the truth of God in his ways. You with me? Wisdom perceives reality correctly because it perceives reality as God does. Wisdom looks at situations. Wisdom looks at circumstances. Wisdom looks at what people are saying and goes... That is not alignment to what God has to say because it doesn't align to what God has to say. This is not the reality of the kingdom that I'm called to live in. So I don't have to stand in agreement with that. This is a good word. Come on, we're standing in agreement with stuff because the culture is standing in agreement with stuff. And the church somehow over the past couple of years is like all of a sudden staying in agreement with a whole bunch of stuff because it's in the name of wisdom, being wise, being culturally relevant. And it is not anything to do with the wisdom of the world of God. Of God. It's all wisdom of the world. Forgive me. And so it's, it's this idea of saying, no, this this reality that I'm seeing, this stuff that I'm seeing, this is not God's reality. It's being able to have the eyes first week to see. The ears to hear, hello? Did Jesus not say that in the first week we kicked this thing off? That that to those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, the kingdom of God will be given to them. But it starts by us saying, Lord, I'm a child. <laughs> When's the last time you prayed that prayer? Lord, I'm a child. I'm 35, but right now I'm I'm a baby. And I need your wisdom for what's going on here. See, this message will not make sense if he is not Lord of your life. This message will not connect dots if he is not Lord. But when he is Lord and you realize you're not, you can come to him like a child comes to a father and says, Father, I need wisdom. This situation is daunting. This person is driving me nuts. This situation, like, hello? Come on, I'm preaching today. Sitting on a stool. But it's the way forward for us that we gotta be people filled with the wisdom of God. And so I'm gonna read a bunch of scripture today. So how many of you take notes? How many of you take notes? Lift your hands up, lift your hands up. Portions to all of you, the rest of you, follow them. (laughs) Take notes today. Here's why, because these scripture verses, you need to go home and you need to read these. I'm going to be able to touch on these briefly, but you're gonna be able to go home with the Holy Spirit, and you're gonna be able to digest these and receive more from this, amen? So I'm going to read some scriptures today as we talk about wisdom and what Yahweh wants to give to us through the Holy Spirit. He wants to pour out wisdom, yes? He wants to give us wisdom. And I know I told you Matthew 18, but but just to give us framework about what I said about Jesus being the one that holds it all together, has all things, Colossians 2, write this down. Colossians 2, 2 through 3 says this, my goal is that you may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding. In order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of what? Wisdom. Of what? Wisdom and knowledge. That you may know Christ and have the ability to understand all the hidden treasures of wisdom. The wisdom from above. And so Jesus in Matthew 18, he's there teaching again. And it says this, verses 1 through 4, just to give us some context of the paradox statement that I said says this, at the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Can I be honest with you? God's not afraid of your questions. Somehow we think if we ask the wrong questions, he's gonna spite us. If I ask the wrong question, he's gonna knock me down. These brothers go to, they said, Jesus, who's the greatest in this kingdom? And then they start, they're fighting about this, hello? (laughs) They're arguing about this. And they go, who's the greatest? (laughs) And Jesus in his kind says, says this. He called a little child to him. Come here, little child. And he, and he placed the child among them. And he said, truly, I tell you, you want to know how to be great? Hello? You want to know how to be great? Because wisdom of the world will tell you greatness happens by you knowing everything. You want to know how you'll be great? Catch this. Unless you change and become like, a, like, a little chil- like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, what the mess? <laughs> Who's the greatest? Um, the one that wants to become like a child. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Go to James, the book of James. Flip all the way back to almost the end of the New Testament. If you're there, say, I'm there. (laughs) That was so fast. You there? James, chapter one, verses five through eight. Are you there? The screen's there, so we got it. (laughs) If any of you lacks So if you're, you, you need wisdom, James says, just ask. But it comes from a lordship position. If he is the Lord of your life and you ask him for wisdom and you trust that he's gonna give it to you, you will not find yourself doubting what he has spoken and what he said. You will not find yourself being tossed by the winds of the wave. You will not find yourself being tossed by the currents of culture today. You will stay steadfast and true because you will know the wisdom from God and from above. Amen? James 3. I told you we're taking some scripture here today. Is this good? You all right? I got 15 minutes. Where is this time going? Did someone change that clock for daylight savings? James 3, 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life. Notice that? That wisdom should produce a good life. And I said last week, what is a good life? Walking with God. Being full of the spirit of God. A good life is not accolades and achievements and all those things attached to your name. They're they're awesome and they do it, but a good life is knowing God and being with him daily. Yes, everyone say amen to that. By deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. See, wisdom should fill you with humility. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom, James writes, does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Hello, 2022? But, I always love when there's a but in scripture. Anybody else? Like, but, right, James says, but. The wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure. Then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, (laughs) full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. James writes the difference between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of the kingdom of God. And so real quick, I just want to cover three things, if I can. You all right? Three things. We're going to move forward as the people of God, living in this paradox that the world will tell us this, but actually, Scripture tells us this, and in order to do this, we need to understand what he's saying here. The very first thing I want us to catch, I've said it already, but the very first thing I want us to catch is this. Kingdom wisdom comes from a generous God. The wisdom from God comes from a generous God. God. This is why I said Lordship matters, because if you have misplaced how good God is, you will misplace what he wants to say to you. If you misplace how good our God is with how bad the world tells you that he is, or your feelings or your emotions tell you how good he is not, you will start to operate in wisdom that is from the world, and you will miss out on wisdom that comes from a generous and good father. That is a good word. Like, like we have to catch this. How do I know God's good? You have breath in your lungs. Well, he's not doing this for me. You're breathing still. He's not giving me this, but he's giving you this. <laughs> and he's giving you this. And he's given you all of this. He is a good, he's given you his son, Jesus. You want to know how I can say God's good regardless of what I'm feeling, regardless of what I'm experiencing? Because he gave me his son. Jesus gave up heaven to come. We sang about it today and we've talked about it. He gave up heaven for me. you, Talk about the greatest, generous God there is. And so if we want wisdom, we have to first start at the position that our God wants to give it to us because he's a generous, good God. Like this is the reality. We have to lean into this before we lean into anything else. You can start trying to operate in earthly wisdom or sorry, forgive me, kingdom wisdom. But if you operate from a position that you don't know God is good and generous, it will become earthly because it'll be all about you. And me. But it starts by him saying, yo, if you want wisdom, ask a generous God. And guess what? He's going to give it to you. He's going to give it to you. He will speak it to you. He will reveal it to you. He will have someone else share it to you. He will give it to you. I promise you. I'm I'm standing. I'm sitting here today knowing how much God has given me when I've asked him. That when I've asked for wisdom, when I've asked for discernment, I've walked into meetings. There was one point in this church's history where we were, we were about to be homeless in regards to a space. And, and we had been searching high and low. Or forgive me, we were praying and we were looking. And then one Sunday night, a guy shows up and says, I got the space. It's all taken care of. I said, excuse me? And he said, it's all right. We got to go meet somebody. I was like, where are we going? And so I walked into this place with this brother and I'm looking around the space, our previous space, Lacuna, and I'm looking going, there is no way we belong in this place. I knew how much I was looking up, how much it cost to rent this space just for weddings. And I was like, good night. Like, what are we doing in here? And I remember just standing in the hallway before we went in to talk to the owner of the building. And I just said, God, oh man, I'm about to sit with the king of Chicago, a king here. You know, there's kings in cities. No, there's people of high position. And I, walk, I said, Lord, like I'm about to go sit with this, this brother. Never met him in my life. Can you give me wisdom and discernment? I just want wisdom and discernment. I didn't ask, pour out your favor, like pour out your blessing. I said, I just need wisdom and discernment. And I'm trusting you that when I walk into that meeting, I'm going to have every word to say. I walked in, he said, hello, I'm so-and-so. I said, hello, I'm JP Trollio. He said, are you Italian? I said, yeah. He said, all right, sit down. I was like, yes, it finally paid off in Jesus' name. (laughs) Kidding. And he started to talk. He started to share. Well, what do you do? What do you want to do? How's this? And And I'm answering questions. And I'm like, this guy thinks we're nuts. He's like, you want to hold mass here? I was like, we want to hold mass here. (laughs) Wisdom told me not to start going. It's not mass, it's church. (laughs) Catch that. That's crucial. Oh, it's not mass, it's church. No. It's the gathering of the body of believers. So call it whatever you want to call it, but this is what we're doing. He's like, well, how much do you want to spend? (laughs) Don't ask a church plan how much they want to spend. (laughs) And, and, And I heard one thing say, just ask it for free. And I said, no, that actually isn't wisdom from God. You know you hear the stories where you're like, just ask it for free and the Lord gives it. There's plenty of those moments. I said, that's not wisdom from God. That's selfishness. He owns a cattle on a 1,000 yards. And I said, this is what we paid at our last place. I'm willing to go up a little bit more to this. Can we do that? And he said, yeah. I said, (laughs) it worked. (laughs) Should we be surprised? No. Because our God's a generous God. And as a child, I just need to be, you know what, God, you're generous. You're gonna give me wisdom how to handle this conversation. You know, my son runs to me and asks things from me, not expecting a no. Hello? He doesn't run to me asking me for something, thinking I'm gonna say no. He really believes in his heart of hearts. I really believe it. He thinks I'm gonna say yes. And you know what? Most times I say yes. Because that's what good fathers do but even i say when i say no that's being a good father too because wisdom will sound like yes and wisdom will sound like no Oh my gosh, I feel the spirit of God. Like Wisdom will sound like yes, and sometimes it will sound like no. And oftentimes when we hear no, we think it's not the wisdom of God. And so we begin to act and begin to operate, thinking that our God's bad because he said no to us. But actually what he said no to us is going to save us from a whole lot of heartache, a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of circumstances that we don't need to deal with. So whether it's a yes or a no, I'm going to listen to my God and receive the wisdom of what he has to say to me. Some of you are in this place because you don't think that God has something to say about every situation. And you're stuck in a place and you're like, How did I get here? Ask for wisdom to get out of it. Ask for wisdom to get out of it. Because He's a good God that wants to give it. I have six minutes. Is this all right? Oh, He's such a good God. He wants to give us this stuff. But a child, you know what it is? It's dependency. We hear all our lives grow up and become independent. You best believe when Titus is 18, I'm saying, son, <laughs> judge me, I don't care. Like, son, you off my payroll, you off my like. Judge me, I don't care. Like. Go be independent, Titus. Eat and I'll keep forever. I'll be like, you're 35, you're with me forever. <laughs> Titus will be like, what the mess? That's <laughs> son, you don't get it. That's my little girl. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. The same will be. We 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 are trained. We are trained to be raised, to be independent. And that's a good thing, right? Knowledge, it's a good thing to be independent. Pay your own bills, work hard, get a job, (laughs) right? Hello, no, okay. Um, We're told all along our lives to be independent. And what the kingdom of God says to us is be dependent. So we have to come to the place of, I'm fully dependent on God. I don't know how I'm going to make these business decisions. I don't know how I'm going to make this decision happen, but I know my God is good and he's going to give me wisdom. Amen. Ask and he will give it generously to you. Just ask him. Okay. But when we ask, we got to be aware of what we're hearing. Like I said, the no or the yes, because we will hear at times earthly wisdom. And can I tell you something? Earthly wisdom is filled with trouble. You want to know how to decipher between earthly wisdom and worldly wisdom? It's when you start to hear stuff like the scriptures talk about there in James. He begins to write, but if you harbor bitter envy, selfish ambition in your hearts, and do not boast about it or deny the truth, such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but it is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. The reality of the world's wisdom is that what it it comes down to is this, logic Self-taught, self-feeling, self-promotion, self-everything. If you are asking for wisdom from God and you begin to hear about self, check it. This is good. If, you, if you're asking God to give you a, if you're, if you're like somebody that's like, I walk in wisdom, but your life is filled with selfishness, check it with the spirit of God. Because the spirit of the age today this is roaming around, looking to devour, We're not only outside, but inside of God's people, right? It's looking to fill us with, with wisdom that is so self-satisfying, so self-feeling. Well, pastor said this in a message, and it didn't connect. Like, how dare he? Or he? the worship is not like this anymore. He, they're doing this in the church or that in the church. Can we just come to the agreement that God has called us to be a part of the body? And sometimes being a part of the body, it will be hard. It will be messy. It will go against how we feel. It will go But the wisdom from that will say, leave, get out. It's too hard. Oh, would we forever be a people that when we hear hard things and we walk in hard seasons, we don't run, but we stay planted and say, man, Lord, what are you doing in this season? Give me wisdom in this season right now. Because as if it, it, listen, Warren Wiersbe says this, whatever does not come from God is destined to fail. That's, I mean, I just like listening to the, to the people that are dead, like the old, the old, the old, the old ones, because they just hit. <laughs> listen, straight up, I don't listen to sermons of people that are alive today. Warren Wisby, if it ain't from God, it's going to be failing, no matter how successful it may seem at the time. If God is not all around it and in it and everything, it can be super successful. A good thing is not always a God thing oh, pastor, look at what happened. I got this great promotion. Or I got this great opportunity. And I said, what is God saying? Why well, haven't asked him. Come back. What did God say? Well, I just, I don't feel settled, but it's the right thing. It's a good thing. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Now I'm not here saying don't be successful. You guys know me. Build wealth. Break the poverty mindset. Come on. But if it's a, if it's a thing where God's not in it, and it's all self, it's wisdom from the earth. Okay, what does what wisdom from the earth look like? Can I give us some things? I gotta skip ahead. I'm not gonna cover half of this, but this is all right. This is what it looks like. First and foremost, it looks like it's full, filled with envy. Envy, right? That wisdom from the world will tell you, promote yourself. Hello? Wisdom will tell you, cut the corner. Make the business deal. Nobody else will see it quiet in here right now. Wisdom from the world will be filled with an envy that will, will say, man, just do whatever feels good to promote yourself. Make it at whatever cost to get up ahead, to do it all. That's wisdom of the world. It says it. It says it's envy for us to be filled with this stuff, right? For, verse 16, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, selfish ambition. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to act however I want to act. Wisdom, man, I can do this because God's with me. You know how many times I've heard people say, I-, I can do whatever I want because God's with me and he'll forgive me? Oh, don't play like you ain't ever done that. I've done it. I'll just do whatever I want to do because he's going to forgive me. That's foolishness. Yes? That's selfish ambition. That's pride. That's me saying, I can do whatever I want because I know how much his grace is. No, we cheapen the grace. This is okay? I have the kids. Can someone text them and tell them we'll be a little longer? Selfish ambition, boasting. When you're filled with wisdom from the world, all you do is boast about yourself. You know what scripture says? Wisdom, uh, it'll puff you up. It'll puff you up. Wisdom from the world will puff you up. It'll make you feel so good that you begin to tell everybody and anybody about what you know and how much you know. This is why I'm encouraging us as the body of believers Can we just maybe, if the Lord's telling us, maybe just telling you to stop posting your opinions on everything that happens in the world today? Somehow we become experts in all things diplomatic of wars all of a sudden. We were experts in all things virus and now we're experts in all things war. (laughs) Laugh all you want, this is the truth. All of a sudden we know what's going on. Like, I've studied this for 15 years. Like, no, you haven't. You've read Twitter feeds. Real talk, like, all of a sudden now we're boasting about everything that we know and posting about everything that we think we know. And, I, like, I love us too much to keep us here. Just keep your mouth You want to boast? Boast in Christ. I remember going back to that brother and that, months later, maybe it was a year later, we, we built such a strong relationship. And I, I went back and he said, hey, Jay, um, he, he used a word, I won't use it. He said, you had guts to come in and meet with me. and <laughs> He said, how did you, how did you like, feel? I was like, how did I feel? I said, I wanted to crawl under the desk because I didn't feel like I belonged in that place. I had no position to be in that place. He said, so what helped you? I said, the spirit of God. He said, who? I said, the spirit of God gave me what I needed to say to you. He said, well, the spirit of God that you heard from gave you the right words. And so if that spirit speaks to you like that, can you tell me about who you're listening to? I didn't say, yeah, man, I'm the man. I'm a church planner out here just doing things, just grinding, just building the kingdom. No, I want to, I want to, this is all Jesus. You all right? Wisdom of the world will be filled with deceit. Eat the, eat the, do whatever you want, Eve. Do whatever you want, Adam. Just, just do whatever you want. It's wisdom. You want one more wisdom? Just do it. Who's he to tell you? It's filled with deceit. It's filled with deceit. But the good news is this if that's the world's wisdom, what God promises in his word is this is that kingdom wisdom is filled with blessing. Oh, it's filled with blessing. Proverbs 4 5 through 6 says this. I think they have it. It says this Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget. And do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, her being wisdom. Do not forsake her. She will keep you. Love her. Love wisdom. And she will guide you. And she will guard you. This is good. This is the blessing. It's like saying, okay, God, I I need wisdom. And as I receive this wisdom, I'm sure believing that it's going to guard me. It's going to protect me. It's going to love me. It's going to embrace me. It's going to keep me. It's going to keep my marriage. It's going to keep my children. It's going to keep everything that I have my hands to because wisdom is my guard. It's the way forward. But the wisdom, James says, that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Chris, can you come on up, please, Christopher? In contrast to the wisdom that is earthly, sensual and demonic, James here describes a wisdom that is from above. A wisdom that we have access to. A wisdom that is available to us. Every good and perfect gift, scripture says, comes from above. Yes? Every good and perfect gift. Uh, so as a person that looks up to heaven, the one that has, has my citizenship in heaven. You know, my, my, my birth certificate has changed. My passport has changed in the supernatural. My license has changed. I am a part of this. I'm a citizen of the almighty king of heaven. Yes? Because of that, I get to ask him for these things. I get to lean into him. I get to trust in this. I get to believe him for this, that when I ask him for wisdom, it's going to guard me because the wisdom of the world will harm me, but the wisdom of God will save me. Okay, this is what it gives us. Those that want to walk in wisdom of of the king, this is what will begin to bear the fruit off of our lives. First and foremost, meekness. How many of you know what the word meekness is? (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. Meekness is not weakness. Somehow we think that being meek is being weak. It's not, it's not weakness. It's power under control. So I may know something. I may have something to share with somebody. I may have power to, to, to influence a situation, but until the Lord tells me to do it, I'm keeping my mouth shut. So it's going, I'm not here to boast. I'm not here to be prideful. I'm not here, to, but like, unless the Lord tells me, I can be under control. This is somehow we forget as believers, we think that coming into the Lordship of Jesus Christ, we're just gonna be operated like a robot. No, I just, he has has something for me today to speak and to share, and and I can be under control with what I'm sharing. I can share wisdom and kindness. I can be kind. I wanna just give glory and praise to God. It's pure. Wisdom from God is pure. Come on, let's be honest, we know what is pure and what's not pure. My son is three and he knows when something comes on the TV, I've taught him, Titus, eyes, and he does this. It's a trip out there, man. Commercials today, I'm like, what is happening? I'm not like, I'm not like, turn off your TV, shut him off, like. But he's three and he even knows what is pure and what's not pure. And we're grown people. And so if wisdom is being spoken to you and it's not pure, it's not from God. If it doesn't line up to what his word says, it's not from God. If it doesn't line up to the character of God, it's not wisdom from God. you doing all right? I'm almost done. This is my third close. I'm almost done. But if it's not pure, it's not from God. is wisdom is pure and it leads us into righteousness and holiness. Wisdom will give us direction into what he would have for us. It is not our own selfish ambitions, but it's his ambition for our life. It's his calling for our lives. That's what the wisdom from heaven is like. It's pure, it's peaceful. I tell people all the time, when you're making a decision and you're asking God how to do it, I really believe there's two things that come and fill your lives, peace and favor. If you're wrestling, if you're trying to knock doors down, if you're trying to make things happen, maybe you should just stay parked for a second. If you don't feel peace that surpasses all understanding, don't go forward because wisdom wisdom from heaven is filled with peace. Take that, please. Like, please, just put that in your heart and mind. Like, if it's not peaceful, it's not wisdom from heaven. It's gentle. Wisdom doesn't call, cause for fights. Wisdom doesn't call for bickering. Wisdom calls us to keep peace. It's compliance. <laughs> I love that word. Wisdom will make us agreeable with him and his word and what he says. Wisdom will be filled with mercy. Wisdom will be filled with good fruit. You wanna know the measure of a man for me is the fruit of their lives. Man and woman is the fruit of your lives. I, I, like I said, I've, I've looked at 18 year olds in the face and said, you have more fruit bearing from your life because you are full of wisdom. You can be filled with knowledge. You can know every book under the sun, but not have wisdom. And there's a very fine line of difference there. It's decisiveness. <sighs> okay, I did, I did, I'm so late but the wisdom from God is decisiveness. Scripture says something that has been lost today. Your yes is your yes and your no is your no. Generation rising up, your yes is your yes and your no is your no. If you waver on your yes, you will waver in everything. It's quiet. This is is blessing though. I know that when I give God my yes and I stay true to it, there is an abundance of blessing that comes my way. I don't have to worry, I don't have to wonder. His word is true, it's never returned void in my life. And it's sure not going to. So when we give our yes, when we give our yes to him, when we give our yes to people, when we give our yes to things, let it be your yes. Because a person full of wisdom is decisive, knowing that what they're giving their yes to. Hello? It's sincere. Matthew 7, 24 through 27, we've been reading this a bunch over this year. We we preached on it for the um, New Year's service, but it says this, therefore, everyone, this is Jesus, who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. It's like a wise man. The storms came, Scripture says, the winds came, the floods came, and the one that built their house on the sand, the earthly wisdom, it fell but the one that built their life upon the words of Jesus, the wisdom from the almighty God. When the winds came, when the floods came, when the trials came, when the situations came, when the circumstances came, when 2022 came, they didn't fall. Actually, they stood strong. Actually, they were able to perceive the times and understand what was happening in the midst of it. They understood what was going on. They didn't have to give in to the the fear that's plaguing people right now. They didn't have to give in to the chaos that's overwhelming people today. They don't have to do that because those that build their lives on Jesus Christ will be ones that stand on the rock. They don't operate in the wisdom of the age. They operate in the wisdom of the Almighty King. And this is hard. This is extremely hard. But this is the way of the kingdom. And I'm here to tell you, I'm 35, I've been serving God now for for almost 11 years, but every day this becomes a little bit easier and easier. But it didn't just happen over time. Like in one day, it happened over time, forgive me. I had to lean into God every single day. Lord, today, this is my prayer every day, give me supernatural wisdom and discernment. Give me supernatural wisdom and discernment. I wanna be someone filled of your presence. I want my life to be a rock for others to look and go, how? because I'm living with Jesus in his presence. The wisdom of God is a gift to us, and may we take it today and embrace it today in Jesus' name, amen? Bow your heads and close your eyes. Father, these words are hard, but they are true, that we are called to be a people that operate in your wisdom. So we break agreement today with every lie of the enemy of operating in the wisdom of emotions, the wisdom of feelings, the wisdom of uh, our own truth. And we say yes, as you being our Lord, we say yes to operating in the wisdom of you. So Holy Spirit, I pray help upon my brothers and sisters here. Holy Spirit, I pray for strength upon my brothers and sisters here. Holy Spirit, I pray courage upon my brothers and sisters here today that are here, God, and they, they they hear this word. Father, some are thinking this is impossible, but Father, would you meet them where they're at? Would you meet them in your love? You're a good Father who cares deeply for us, for every decision we make, every step we take. You care for us, and so would you reveal yourself to these people today in the days ahead? We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for your wisdom, and we bless you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Come on, anybody thankful for Jesus? Come on, can we bless Jesus one time? I'm gonna have Pastor Nick come up and just if there's any prayer needs right now, but a time of ministry here at the front. But I do wanna make a quick reminder. This Wednesday we have prayer and then following Sunday we have a dear friend coming, Dr. David Campbell. Some of you do not know that name. and That's all right. He is an incredible man of God. We've gotten the chance to meet him, to know him, and to to learn from him for the last two years. And um, he is an incredible man. He's coming from Canada. He's coming with his wife. He's going going to sit here. He's going to teach us the word of God. And we're going to to sit under a well that is is, is rich and good. And so I want you to come to prayer meeting on Wednesday. I want you to come Sunday. He's going to talk about the power of, of the paradox of abundance in the kingdom. So don't miss, amen? It's an incredible Sunday ahead, so we look forward to seeing you. I'm gonna hand it over to Pastor Nick for any time of ministry up the front. I love you all. God bless you. You're an incredible church. I'm so thankful for you. I love you.